exist without its opposite. When we think about existence, it takes us back into that Zen koan where they say, you know, what's the sound of one hand clapping? Or if a tree falls in the forest and there's no one there to hear it, does it make a sound? You know, all of these, these questions that don't really have answers, but that are just meant to make us meditate on that aspect of reality and take us closer to the truth. So I mention that because, well, on a literal level, if a tree falls in the forest and there's no one there to hear it, does it make a sound? Well, science says, of course, yes. But the deeper level is, well, if I'm not able to experience it, does it exist? And one of the examples of that that I speak about frequently is, you're sitting here in front of me. Right now, how do I know that? Because my eyes oblige me very nicely to function properly and to pick up the signals of your physical body in the light and to relay them back into the occipital lobe of my brain and tell me there is a young man sitting there. Should I be blind? I could still rely on my ears to hear your voice. Should I be blind and deaf? I could still rely on my sense of smell, sense of touch, taste. But if I had no access to any of my senses, couldn't see, couldn't hear, couldn't smell, couldn't touch, couldn't taste, I would have no way of experiencing your presence here. You'd still be here, though. But it wouldn't be a part of my awareness. Now, when you think about love, could love exist without its opposite? Yes, of course. Love doesn't exist because I feel love. My ability to love does not create love. Look at a flower opening its petals. Look at a tree giving out fruit. Look at the way the natural kingdom works the animal kingdom. Look at rivers that flow. There is love in nature. Look at a rainbow, look at a sunset. Now, my ability to experience love has not created love. But for me, would I know love if I didn't know no love? In the same way, would I know light if I didn't know darkness? We are able to understand and experience things based on opposites. It's actually how our human brain works. I'm not going to get into all the neurology of this, but I happen to love it. It just happens to be my, my academic background. But one piece of it that I'll share with you is the human brain is wired toward newness, and it's wired toward difference. So for example, if you look at something for a very long period of time and it doesn't change, it'll start to blur. You can just try it. Start staring at something without moving your eyes for a while. 
it will lose its sharpness. The brain shuts down. The brain basically decides, all right, nothing is happening here. I don't need to give it my full attention. I've already understood what that form is. And a lot of it starts to stop responding, stop reacting. But if the shape in front of me changes ever so slightly, so if you and I are, say, doing a meditation together and we're staring into each other's eyes, and neither of us is moving, neither of us is doing anything, eventually I'm going to see you kind of start to blur. But then if you smile or you sneeze, suddenly you're going to come right back into full focus for me. And how is that going to happen? Because my brain has now recognized a change. Okay, enough of the neurology. But the reason that I, that I mention that is we are therefore able to recognize things in our world based on them being different from what we were previously exposed to. It's how the brain works. So if there were only light, would we, would there be light? Would we know light? Well, of course, we would still be able to see each other, but we wouldn't call it light. We wouldn't notice it as light if there weren't such a thing as darkness. In the same way, if we all only experienced love, if we never experienced absence of love, would it still exist? Of course. But would it have that that power, no, because it wouldn't be new or different. And that's the aspect of it. So this is where the, the opposites come in, is they help us see, they help us experience, they help us understand, simply because it's how our brain works. But our experience of love, our ability to feel love, does not make love exist. Nor would our inability to feel love make love somehow disappear. Nor does the absence of indifference make love disappear. It just would make us not know what it was because it would be all there ever was. Does that make sense? So it's more of our experience of it. Like I can't experience you without my senses even though you're there. If I'm not there to hear the tree fall in the woods, yeah, it makes noise, but not in my experience. So in the same way, love would still exist but my experience of love would be different if I hadn't had the non-love with which to compare it. I wouldn't be able to fall in love, for example, if there had ever been a moment of no love. 